Good morning and welcome to Morning Fog with Dr. Mark and Liz. Hi, Mark. Hey, good morning. How are you today? I am doing fantastic. Earlier, you and I were talking about something that shows up over and over and over again with our clients. And it's something we refer to as energy blocks. And what are energy blocks? They're things that make us stuck and we can't move forward. But often the thing is, is that we don't know what it is. We don't realize that we are getting ourselves stuck because it's usually stuff that's going on in our head. Yeah, it's, it's internal to us. Most of the things that keep us from being successful, that keep us from moving forward, come from within us. Uh, matter of fact, we, you know, with, with, with a little bit of tongue in cheek, we say when you're in your head, you're dead. Mm -hmm. uh, because, you know, the head helps us to move forward, but less frequently than it keeps us restrained. And why do we call them then energy blocks? The reason we call them energy blocks is because they deplete your energy and therefore it prevents you from moving forward. If you've ever met somebody who's just kind of in this low place, more often you can feel their lack of energy and their lack of energy is coming from something in their life is keeping them stuck. Exactly. So these energy blocks, we have a, a name, it's an acronym, but it's a name for them. We call them the GALES. And that stands for G, our gremlins. A, our assumptions. I, our interpretations. And L, our limiting beliefs. So why don't we just go through the four of these and give people an idea of what they are so they can think about it. And I, I think what we'll do is we'll come back around in a future episode and we'll touch on each of these a little, a little bit more in depth. What do you think? Sure. So let's start with our gremlin. Our gremlin is that little guy that sits on our, little guy, little girl, little whatever monster that sits on your shoulder and whispers into your ear, i.e. your head, and tells you all these negative things. Tells you you're not good enough. Tells you you can't do something. Tells you you don't deserve to be happy. Tells you you're stupid. Whatever your gremlin, we all have one. And we all have one that tells us these negative things. By the way, that gremlin has been there a long time mm -hmm. and you'll see that it actually uses some of these other blocks against you by telling you them. And it's the thing that snatches victory from the jaws, or I'm sorry, snatches defeat from the jaws of victory. You're just about to win. You're about to, to, you know, put in the basket at the, at the end of a playoff game and it messes up and you could have made that shot every other day of the week, but you miss it. That thing that holds you back that, Oh my God, I, I'm so much pressure. I can't believe I'm, I'm in this position and you can't perform at your highest level. That's your gremlin. Yeah. Your gremlin really prevents you from being in a state of flow. When you just said what you said about, you know, the football analogy, or the basketball analogy, I, I, I play tennis. So I went right to tennis and there have been times where I have just the most, the best game ever. And I'm not in my head. That's why I'm not thinking about what I'm doing. I'm not challenging. The minute I start to think about the toss before I serve or where I want the ball to go, that's when you're in your head. That's when you get stuck. That's when your gremlin gets in the way and you're all in your head and instead of your heart, instead of flow. That's exactly right. <clears throat> the, this next one is the assumption. And assumptions are pretty straightforward. We've all had experiences in life. And 
what we have is we have an experience that's very similar to one in the past. And maybe that one in the past, maybe you failed the exam, maybe you you went ahead and you, you didn't get the promotion or you didn't get the job or whatever. And now you're in a similar situation and you say, you know, this is going to be exactly the way it was in the past. We've all been there and we oh, make yeah. an assumption. We do. And it's, 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 it's not necessarily a bad thing, but you just, because of course we, we do have to compare things to our past, but it's important to understand that this situation that you're in currently is different than five years ago. Yes. You can look back and you can say, Oh, what happened five years ago? And maybe you, if you catch yourself, maybe you can then make some different decisions, but assumptions do get in the way of moving forward. If you really believe that what happened before is going to happen again, of course you're going to be stuck. Yep. And, and that's just something that we try to call to people's attention. What are you assuming rather than what's really true? Exactly. And we are going to frequently make that assumption. Oh, it happened this way. It'll happen that way again. And essentially by setting yourself up, by thinking that way, you're now creating that outcome. You're not going to perform again at your best. You're not going to do your best. You may even procrastinate on it. Why would I even bother? So it's an issue. So here's just a brief example. Three years ago, you went to a party and it was just a miserable experience. You didn't feel like you fit in. You didn't really know people. You had a difficult time socializing. So now you get invited to a, a party and you're assuming that it's going to be the same thing as before. So you're starting to fear rejection. You're starting to get uncomfortable. You're starting to get anxious. When Meanwhile, it's a totally different group of people, not the same house, not the same party, but your energy goes to that assumption that it's going to be the same experience. That's just a, a, an example. Exactly. So now so, let's go to interpretations. There you go. So what's an interpretation? An interpretation is your story. Exactly. It's how you interpret the situation. It's your perception. And we all know perception is reality. Whether it's actually fact is completely different than the perception. Yep. So the interpretation is you're interpreting something in a certain way because your mind is saying that's the way it's going. When, and we've talked about this before, there are things in there that are fact. And then there are things in there that are your story. So when we touch upon, when we do another podcast on interpretation, we're going to be talking a lot about putting a period on the end of the fact. That's right. And interpretation being your story. What, what do we mean about story? Well, you know, I, I'm going to interpret the current situation and I don't think that I'm going to be able to do that because I, I was in this position and I, I've only been trained in this way or I've only been able to think about, you know, things in a certain way. And I've come up, I was never in a position to, to be able to, to have all the schooling of the, uh, the competitors or whatever. It, it's a place that we take our history, our story, and we try to apply it going forward. And it really just doesn't help us. It doesn't serve us. Right. That's a perfect way to say it because in order for people to truly understand what an interpretation is, it's basically as an example, um, okay, I'm a mom with three kids. One of the kids gets sick, tests positive for, let's say the flu. 
oh, now all now the other two are going to get it. I'm going to get it. My husband's going to get it. We're all going to have the flu. No, one kid has the flu. Period. Yep. That's it. <clears throat> now the last of the gales is our limiting beliefs, and this is huge. So many very very successful people have limiting beliefs. It's called the imposter syndrome, and those limiting beliefs basically are along the lines of, well, I'm not good enough. I'm not smart enough. I'm not fast enough. I don't work hard enough. I'm not worthy. Whatever it happens to be. And it limiting beliefs become so invasive. And our gremlin uses our limiting beliefs and leverages them. By being the guy on your shoulder, the gal on your shoulder, that monster that tells you that you're not good enough. It's not just our thought. It's literally sounding like someone is telling you mm -hmm. that you're not. And one way to catch yourselves, and we're going to go obviously deeper into this, but one way to catch yourself with limiting beliefs is whenever you don't feel right, when something doesn't feel good, connect it to what you're thinking. Try to say, wait, what am I, what am I thinking right now? Because I don't feel good. And then you can catch the limiting belief. That's a great way to find some awareness around what you're telling yourself is to catch how you're feeling because they go hand in hand. And again, we're going to dive deeper into it. We just wanted to touch on these today. Just so you know, we all have them. They do deplete our energy and gaining some awareness on them and being able to catch them, sort of squash that gremlin down a little bit, helps you to get unstuck, move forward, start to think more positively, retrain your brain on some of that, that negative thinking and allows you to begin the journey to be the best you can be, to have that wonderful future that you want. And our tip for today, because as we go through each of those, we'll have more tips and ideas for you. But for today, awareness. Every mm -hmm. bit of change comes from a state of being aware. Just being aware, you have a gremlin, you're making assumptions, you're making an interpretation because you have a story and you have limiting beliefs. And when you're having a hard time moving forward, just ask yourself, which of those is holding me back and how can I start to think differently? If you want a different outcome, you've got to think a little differently. Yes. Love it. Liz, it's been great spending some time with you again this morning. Look forward Same to here. another wonderful morning discussion on morning fog with dr mark and liz until next time bye bye